Here we go. I told Sebby we're starting, so that means we're starting. And this is episode 10, which is double digits for the size up uh, in uh, just about, I guess, as many months as we've been around, <laughs> I've been able to record this many podcasts, um, which is kind of sad. I, I have to get more of these. And I say this and say this, and it's just one of those things. But anyway, tonight uh, we're doing something totally different again. This is uh, Ted Lasso Take Two. Um, and I have with me two, it's kind of weird, like my, uh, one of my oldest best friends, and I guess like one of my newest best friends, who both happen to be fire captains in the uh, great state of Virginia, um, different areas of the great state of Virginia. It's, it's, it's even greater today than it was <laughs> yesterday in a few people's opinions out there at least. Uh, but Wells and Rob, welcome to the size up, man. What's up, guys? Thanks for, Thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having us. <laughs> it's funny, too, because this, this Ted Lasso show, um, Rob had not watched it. I convinced him that he had to watch it. And that was a binge in how... Probably a day and a half. <laughs> it, it, it is one of the positives for the shows. I mean, they're 30-minute 30, 30 episodes, and, and you could kind of roll through them. Um, an interesting thing about Ted Lasso, though, if you watched it when it came out, you had to wait each week. So Mrs. Pip was watching and complaining yeah. about that. And then I jumped in and then it was like waiting for Friday, just like I am for the Mandalorian. I think um, Jill and I jumped onto the episodes a similar way that, or I jumped onto the episodes a similar way that you did, uh, Pip, where Jill watched like the first two episodes one night and she's like, babe, you, uh, you got to come watch this. I was like, okay. She's like, I'll watch them again. They're that good. Like, this is a great show. So I think we, we both started watching all the way through up until about episode seven. And then we had to wait for the last couple episodes week by week. And it was like, oh man, is it Friday yet? <laughs> you were so waiting for it. Like, cause you're yeah. so into this. Like I just watched the, uh, the Queen's Gambit. We just watched the Queen's Gambit on Netflix. And I mean, it was great, but I binged it so rapidly. Like it was like rapid yeah. fire where waiting would be better. Um, and especially for Ted, you know, and, and that's kind of what this is all about tonight in a way is, is Ted Lasso as a leader. And just to give everybody in the, in the size up world, you know, a little bit about you guys, you know, Wells, why don't you tell us kind of where you're from, what you do and, uh, I don't know, you can even go with how we know each other, but that's a that's a whole separate podcast in and of itself. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I was well, I was trying to do the math. You, you and I have known each other. I think summer '97, so 23 years. Sure, summer '97 sounds good. Does it sound about right? Right, we, right in uh, there, somewhere like that. Yeah. So, yeah, 23 years. We met up in New Jersey. We started. Uh, we walked through the door of the fire department at the same time, uh, volunteering back in the day in '99, and uh, you know the rest is history. But. Um, <laughs> We had to we had to take separate career paths at some point, and uh, I think you got hired in New Brunswick, and I made the trip south with uh, with my family, and uh, so I work in the city of Alexandria, and um, yeah, I'm a captain there. I worked at Firehouse 206 up on Seminary Road, and I've been there for about 14, 14 years now. Nice man, nice, and 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 two like you you've kind of along the Ted Lasso lines, man. You dealt with a lot of things in your firehouse because you guys. Uh, for the firefighters out there, they were a rescue and engine company where the gear stayed in the middle because if they had to take the rescue, yeah. they went to the rescue. If they had to take the engine, they had to take to the engine. And now you guys are, are riding the rescue still, I'm pretty sure, right? 
Yeah, we've, you know, we, uh, we were really fortunate. We had a really, we, and we still do, we have a really motivated firehouse with a lot of great folks. And um, we started as a much smaller group riding, you know, doing a single pull between two units and uh, we have our medic unit in house. They're great. Um, and then we got upstaffed in June of 2018 after uh, years of, of that single pull. And so, you know, from a leadership perspective, we went from, you know, four people, uh, two folks on the medic unit and our battalion chief in house to now, you know, almost doubling in size. So um, it's been very positive, but it, you know, adds more challenges. You're, you know, adding a lot more personalities and, um, you know, and that makes it fun. So <laughs> <laughs> those growing pains, as you say, literally. Right? Yeah. And, you know, to, to the credit of everybody that works at our firehouse, everyone's really taken it in stride. And we, we definitely embrace those you know, that the culture of the fire service family, and that's represented very well where I work. And I'm, I'm so appreciative of, of the folks I work with for that. Awesome, man. And that, that's something too, you know, I, I know you're wearing the sweatshirt right now, but let, let everybody know what, what AFTD is all about, because that's a, a big part of you in my mind, at least. I, um, well, m much like you, I kind of wandered into an organization. Um, <laughs> he didn't wander. He did not wander. Um, my God. No, I, he rode into it. He rode. <laughs> no, so I, I help out with Andy Frederick's training days. Um, we've been going about uh, 10 years. We started in 2009. Uh, Dan McMaster, Joel Kanaski um, started the fund after 2001 uh, for Andy's family, uh, the Frederick's family fund. And uh, around 2008, 2009, they started asking for some help to see if we could do something to, uh, you know, help raise some funds for, uh, for his two children as they were approaching college age. So uh, both Dan and Joel uh, recognized that, you know, a, a training event would be really appropriate for, uh, you know, to remember a guy like Andy and the passion he had for the fire service. And uh, they asked for help. And I I said, sure, I'd love to help. And, uh, you know, uh, little did Dan you know McMack at the time. Was, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, you know, I joke, I wandered into it, but I just, I just kept showing up and being like, you know, they're like, oh, we need to you know, make a website. And I was like, I, I think I can help with that. You know, oh, we need to send out emails. I'm like, I could do that too. And then, you know, one thing leads to another, but I mean, we have, we have a ton of volunteers in Alexandria, Fairfax, Arlington, and now really the whole Northern Virginia, Maryland, DC region that, that you know converge every year that we do it and help us out. And it's it's been a really you know cool tribute for him and the family really appreciates it. And uh, we've we've met our initial goal and now we're a nonprofit, so we have a, a, a two-sided mission or a two-pronged mission uh, to support fire training and also to uh, help families that have suffered either a serious injury or a uh, line of duty death. That's awesome, man. And, and you guys are like, like in my book, at least like the OGs of that small training type mm -hmm. conference that you do so well. Um, yeah. And now they're everywhere for sure. I mean, everybody's doing them, but you guys are definitely one of the like, you know, first, I would say. Well, sure. you know, we, we tried to keep it really uh, humble and really focused on the content and nothing else. Um, so we were, we've been, you know, we've had uh, a number of folks that have produced some other training events around the country, uh, have our former attendees or continuing attendees of Andy Frederick's training days. And, um, you know, it's, it's really flattering to know that other folks have gone out and taken a model that, you know, we had seen and we worked on and, you know, many of them have made it better and bigger and, you know, been able to, you know, kind of pop these things up around in, you know, around the country because 
it really speaks to a need, I think, that's out there for folks that just want, you know, really focused content, you know, for them that's not about a lot of the other stuff that's going on sometimes in the fire. No service, bullshit. So. No bullshit. I, we could curse on this. There you one. go. We can curse on all of them. There you course, go. But that's it, right? I mean, that's what it comes I, down to. I don't know. Do I got to turn my shirt inside out? You know? <laughs> it's it's funny too, because that's something I think we're going to kind of get into tonight when we talk about the show a little bit and, and what the legacy it could lead towards the fire services. So I think yeah. that's pretty cool. So Rob, this is your second time on the size up, right? Because we, yeah, we did the 555 episode. Oh yeah, the, the FDIC yeah, episode. You might. Have, I forgot that might, one. <laughs> that was like a drinking that episode. Counted. That was yeah, a firefighter was, fun was, episode. Let's call it. Uh, but, yeah, you're the first. I miss FDIC. No, I totally miss FDIC. We're not getting yeah. into that. No, no sadness tonight, right? But that oh. uh, you're the first repeat guest. Then I guess like uh, that's the way this goes. Oh, the welcome is my first two episode two. Yeah repeat guests. So Rob, tell everybody who okay, you are, okay. where you're from. What uh, if, if you listen to episode nine, you'll know what Rob's shirt means. So I don't have to listen to it tonight. But That's for you, Kim. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm uh, 20 some years total in the fire service. I started off as a volunteer, uh, actually in my community, um, just on a whim. I'm now 18 years career. I'm a captain at station two, which is a hazmat station, which I am not generally uh, known for. I'm more into the HDR and Swiftwater world. Most of us uh, are. So, yeah. So I've, I've started uh, embracing that, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I've been a captain now. I honestly don't know because it's gone fast. I think two or three years. Uh, our department's currently in a, yeah, somewhere in there. Uh, well, whenever FDSC was last, right? So two years. Two years. Two years. Um, uh, our department's currently going through a really big change in that uh, our average tenure somewhere around the seven year mark. Uh, we lost a whole lot of the uh, older generation that had been there forever. And a lot of us were leaning on them uh, heavily. And so we're, we're having our own growing pains, but we're getting through it. Uh, I think the senior firefighter in my station, which I have uh, uh, nine guys under me right now, uh, I think is somewhere around seven years, seven, eight years. So it's, uh, it's fun, <laughs> but in different ways. Uh, we all have our challenges and we get to, to go across them. I ran into Pip um, at a conference at a, a, in North Carolina. Uh, he threw some uh, kind of like uh, you did Wells falling into Andy Fredericks. Uh, I started Instagramming for 555 and uh, reposting. That's all I was doing. And then from there it grew very rapidly. <laughs> Can you do this? Can you? I can do this. I can do this. I can do this yeah, too. Yeah, I kept saying yes right? too, and that 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 led to now I do the social media for five 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 uh, for the most part. I've got a, a really great partner uh, up in New England uh, who's wicked smart with it. Wicked so smart. She'll appreciate it. it. Uh, but yeah, uh, I don't know how long I've known you now, Pip. I can't. It's been a few years, something like that, but Five, time doesn't three. matter anymore. I've learned that one, but you know, it's funny that we're going to, we're talking about Ted Lasso. There's going to be spoilers. So for anybody that's yeah, listening absolutely. tonight, there's going to be spoilers, which doesn't really even matter. Like, um, cause this show, I, today I, I, so I watched four episodes today, by the way, after I did the <laughs> sitting in the car, YouTubing Ted Lasso and laughing, I, I watched four episodes. 
just before we started because Tracy's like, <laughs> you're really doing this? And I'm like, I'm really doing this. Like, I want to watch a couple more. Um, but it's a show on Apple TV. And the premise is, is that an, uh, an American football coach is hired to coach a British premier club football team. Totally different sport there for those of you who don't know. Uh, football in England is soccer in America. We're just going to end it there. There's a, there's a big good Ted Lasso skit on uh, YouTube about that though. But um, so he's hired to, to coach this team and, and he just goes over there with this attitude of, you know, this can do attitude. Is that a good way to put it guys? Or, or yeah. like how I'm going to make this better, how I'm going to make this situation better. And I, I almost feel like it's like us and what we just described in, in our kind of journeys with 555 and with Andy Fredericks of like stumbling into it. You know, he wanted to try something new. He wanted to help out. He wanted this new job. And, and that's what he did. Um, so our goal tonight is to talk about Ted Lasso and some of his great leadership qualities and kind of compare them to the fire service and how you can take some of the lessons that, um, you know, Jason Sadakis, I've listened to a few other podcasts, podcasts with him on it. And he really, this show took a while to write, you know, this is a really long and thought out and there's so much depth to it that we're not even going to scratch the surface tonight with, I think what we're going to talk about, but it's kind yeah, of one it's of those. A, it's, a, it's a very well-made show. It's not, you can tell it's, I think, as you said in one of the other uh, episodes, there's a lot of layers to it. <laughs> there, there definitely is. Like there, there's, you can go any route. And and you know, before we got going on it, um, uh, Tracy got me into watching it. Jill got you into watching it. Wells, you know, and it's one yep. of those ones that even in the beginning, I was like, what are you watching? Like, why are you watching this show about the Premier League? You hate soccer, football, whatever you want to call it today. And she's like, it's amazing. You have to watch, and then you get sucked in. Um, and I think, and what I've gotten response back from the first episode with Kim, uh, episode nine, talking about this is there's even fire stations that are like, we just have it on now. Like it's just on, on the TV and yeah. guys are laughing and picking up different things. Cause it's that type of show where you could, anybody can watch it. Um, and I well, think there, there's something interesting about it too, where, you know, I, I noticed in the fire service when we talk about, um, leadership and we think about leadership uh, a, a lot of us look to uh, to military leaders for example um, a lot of us look to some of those more traditional outlets and even though it's a fictional show what appeals to me so much about it is it's it's a really good kind of working model for what an alternative approach to leadership could be where you know you're not looking at this from a perspective of, you know, we got to be SEAL Team 6 in the firehouse. <laughs> that doesn't work for everybody. Um, and so here's, here's a guy, Ted Lasso, that is, you know, just very positive, very authentic, and very engaging. And that, it's a, it's a really wonderful example to see as an, sort of a, a break from some of the you know, the drumming that we've seen from years and, and what you need to be as a leader of where you have to be like this and, you know, military and, and I'm not saying there's not value in that, but I think it's refreshing to see a different example or an alternate model for what leadership could look like and be effective. Well, to, to keep going on that, you know, and, and uh, the fire service itself is always presented 
completely new challenges for anybody who tries to come in and teach leadership. Uh, I know we had an Air Force colonel come in and he decided that he was going to spend several weeks actually in the firehouse and then he was going to write a program for us, you know, a leadership program. Uh, uh, colonel Moyer was his name. He, uh, he spent three days, you know, night and day in the firehouse and he instantly went, you guys are completely different from anything else. Because there are those moments where you do have to be that straight line, but then there's those sure. moments where you have to start blending because you're at you're 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 essentially at a second home, um, and I think that's where what kind of what you're getting at, where it's that, uh, yeah, you can apply some of it, but at the same time, there's stuff that uh, how do I say this right? HR probably we wouldn't agree with necessarily, uh, but it's got to be done because you 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 live and 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 eat and spend a third of your life with these guys and gals and and that's completely different from most anywhere else yeah, yeah. I, I mean that's definitely something that we're seeing more and more of now when it comes to that leadership training you know and and listen i i definitely subscribe to that militaryness of how things should be but it can't be that a hundred percent you know and i think that's something that you know, to take the quote, and this is kind of where I wanted to start this anyway, which is really weird that you guys <laughs> start talking about this, like when you come into the fire service end of it, but, you know, Ted says in that, in that dark scene, you know, be curious, not judgmental. And it's not his quote, it's not a Ted Lasso quote, but that whole scene with him playing darts and talking about that, you know, I feel like the fire service has probably always been, but with the advent of the internet and social media that judgmentalness, that's what we always are, is we are just judgmental, 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 when we should be curious, curious about exploring different avenues of leadership. I mean, we can learn from anyone and apply those principles to what it is we do because our job is so, um, uh, like, vast, varied, I guess. It's yeah, vast, very vast, vast. Vast and varied, right? Yeah. I, I, think, I think it's always been one of the, well, I won't say always, I think something that I've noticed is that we, we have to wear two hats as firefighters. In, in one instance, one of the traits that's, that's championed is being able to look at a situation and quickly make a decision about what's gonna solve that problem when we're on the fire ground. But then are we doing the same thing when we make judgments of people back in the firehouse or actions that we see from neighboring firehouses? Are we, are, are we you know, applying that same methodology there. And I think when we do, that's when we start to hit, you know, find some flaws in, in that, in the way that we execute that where it doesn't work, right? We, we kind of need to be sprinters and marathon runners at the same time, where in one moment, I'm going to be very quick and decisive, but in another moment, I'm going to be working 30 years next to you or 25 years next to you. So I need to maybe marinate a little bit more and take some time to be curious in that moment without being judgmental because goodness, we are violently judgmental. I mean, <laughs> the fire, I mean, it's, it's, but seriously though, I mean, we, no, you're right. we, you're, you're we have an issue. We have, I, I, I think, I mean, we almost, you know, I, I'm not going to say we need to do a safety stand out because I'm not a fan of that, but we, you know, we, we do need to take a hard look at ourselves in the fire service because we, we are too quick to judge right off the bat. It's, I don't know. Yeah, and, and do you guys great. see that? Yeah. I don't know. No, like, go ahead. Bro. Not disagree. 
no, no, like not disagreeing at all. I mean, you're you're preaching to the choir in that. Yeah. Uh, it's one of those, that, and that goes across the board. You know, it's not just in our actions; it's in how they think things. And I say they, and we'll talk more about what they are. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we probably are already know. Um, you know, it's one of those. From from one vantage point, it may seem black and white. But if you come from another vantage point, there's a whole lot of grays in there. Uh, and I think that's really something that kind of needs to be stopped being so black and white, which is to me judgmental. If you say there's only this way or that way, uh, there's a lot of blending. Uh, we got to kind of do that. Boy, and it, what it an takes, odd time to have takes, that happen during an election. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it takes us so much time. You know, Wells, I love that you use that, that, you know, it's something I pride myself in is that ability to react quickly to a situation, make, make a size up, no pun intended there. Course of action, let's go. But when it comes to people and when it comes to us and how we treat each other we're doing the same thing it's very hard to detach from that I guess is a good way to put it and it's something that I I know for sure we we need to do a better job of and Ted is like the ultimate (laughs) example of that now granted he's not you know pulling up to a burning building and having to make decisions and things like that He's, he's coaching a football team but he's really able to do that in all of his situations, both personally and professionally. Well, yeah. we, can, we can reference that. We can go, uh, he doesn't go for a tie, right? So he <laughs> says like it's either your a sister. win or a loss, but then what happens towards the end, right? Is that the tie- You gotta go for the tie. Yeah, yeah. you yeah, have to go so. for the tie sometimes. Which, <laughs> and, and again, dealing with those, those, those the, the folks we may not want to deal with, let's say, that are that are the problem children, I believe we've, we've called them sometimes, let's say, you know, sometimes we have to meet somewhere in the middle to make that work, because we do have to make this work. And as leaders ourselves, we know that it's going to work out better if everybody's kind of humming together as a team. And that sentiment with Ted Lasso is unreal in the show throughout the entire show. So I found a, uh, you know, thinking about the quote that you had brought up, and I think it's worth just repeating again, which was the, the Walt Whitman quote that he uses in the dart scene, which is be curious, not judgmental. Um, you know, I, I think what we can do and what I try and do is that when we have those moments where you want to just go judgmental is to see if you can stop yourself and say, why, why did they make that decision? Or let me try and understand where they're coming from with that before I go to the judgment part. And if we can add that into our decision process, I, I think we'd all be a lot better off. And I found another quote, actually a friend of, of mine passed it on to me. It's from Henry Ford, which is don't find fault, find a remedy. Oh, yeah. Which I, like I think it. I think pairs really well yeah, with that yeah. Walt Whitman quote. So I didn't want to get too far past that and not share that because I really <laughs> like that when we're thinking about our people, let's let's not try and look for fault. And I think Rob, in your notes, you had said something about um, you know not playing the blame game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm I, I do it. I mean, I think we're all guilty of it, but at the same time, I, I don't like to push the blame. I mean, it's one of those sure. times you got to step up and say, hey this is what happened. Let's figure it out. Uh, I, I, 
as you were talking, I was thinking the radio pause, you know, the radio mm-hmm. pause before you do anything on a fire scene. You know, you take a half a second. <sighs> Why do you do yeah. that? Right. And it's the same thing when making the decision with personnel, take that radio pause and be like, yeah, wait a minute, hold on. And then Wells, uh, you don't ride up, do you? You don't act as a battalion or do you? No, I don't. You don't. So, and no. neither do I as a, as a lieutenant in my department. We don't, uh, the, the captains do that. But Rob does do that. Yeah. Um, mm. And has had that experience of riding up as the, as the you guys have battalions or deputies? Mm-hmm. With yeah, two battalions. We got a North and a South battalion. So I feel like in that position even more, you know, when you're the, when you're the, the we, we always call them the substitute, which is probably not very. <laughs> no, it's, it's 100% accurate. <laughs> it's it when the misbehaving is going to happen. <laughs> right. When the substitute turns her back, like we, so I had, I had a captain uh, when I was, when I was a rookie and then I worked for him, he eventually became a chief on another shift, but literally that's what he would say. Like he would come in and be like, the substitute's here. So throw your spitballs when I turn my back and things. And like, there's probably kids now that don't even understand what that means, right? But when you when you think about riding up, right? And, and that role that you're in, that's even more of that, you know, that be curious, not judgmental because you may have to deal with people you don't even necessarily know that well in, in your battalion you know, that you've never worked with, you've maybe, I mean, I'm sure you've met them in your department, but oh, yeah. you well, don't necessarily know them, right? Well, but the big challenge, like I said, with us is how young we are. I mean, there's, there's, there's guys and gals who are three years in and I'm just now seeing them. Uh, and it's no fault other than mine, probably, because I don't vary off my shift too often. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't go in and immediately make a judgment call on them. It's first time meeting them. Uh, you got to take a second however that is through questioning or just observation and figure out who they are and where they're coming from. And remember that they are only two, three years in. (laughs) Yeah. They're only kids. What did you say in your week? I got to relax. They're just kids. Relax. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad you said that. Cause that, (laughs) that has been my motto a lot lately. Relax. They're just kids. Now, granted, sometimes that's through (laughs) gritting teeth, but, uh, they are truly just kids because we just started hiring at 18. You know, that's, there's no life experiences. There's, there's, there's no anything. It's, I came out of high school and guess what? Now I'm in the fire service of all places. Uh, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely something. And, and again, Ted, Ted is coaching football and we are talking about the fire service here where, you know, relax, they're just kids for him is very different than relax. They're just kids for us. But that doesn't mean that our response can be really any different than his was in that type of uh, that type of situation because they don't have these experiences, you know, and especially, I mean, I heard this in the early ons of my career was that, you know, like I, I have zero trade experience when I became a firefighter. Um, like by trades, you know, a craftsman, I, I was not, I was an EMT and a dispatcher. Um, but I brought those skills to the table that some of my leaders were like, we love you, please come work for me because on an yeah. EMS call, you're going to do it. You know, ask me to build raker shores or, or when I was hired and I'm like, oh, what, what was that you need again, right? But when the MDTs came along, who was the guy, right? <laughs> we're not there yet, dude. We're almost, we're almost there. I swear to you, I guess, and, and uh, going to have almost 18 years in, 17 years in, whatever I'm going to have next year, I am still one of the guys that's running that program. 
Do you guys still get the printer paper with the little dots on the side that you recall, <laughs> or is that we moved on no. from that? But it okay. was there okay. when I got hired. When I still started, have it, we still have it. They just trifold. They won't get rid of it. Is the problem? <laughs> yeah, that's a healthy tradition. That's a good one. Those are good ones to not. You can't. You can't, you can't get parts anymore for those printers. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can. You just got to know where to look. You have to find super glue and bubble gum. Okay. How about Southwest Virginia? Can't get parts for <laughs> that anymore. <laughs> so. But yeah, and even in that quote of, of being curious, you know, it's about your people, you know, be curious about your people. And I think, and I don't know, like I said, I think we're going to be jumping around a little bit, but to me, we kind of can tell a story through this where, you know, it, for Ted, it's all about the people, the people on his team, the people who are his bosses, uh, his peers, his friends. And we think about that, you know, in, in the first episode with Sam, when he's like, I think Sam's feeling down. And that's why he's not playing to his potential. Mm -hmm. And literally he finds out it's his birthday. And mm -hmm. Nate, who I think we're going to probably spend the most amount of time <laughs> on eventually. So we're not going to get into him now. You know, he makes, he has Nate make the box. Yeah, it's <laughs> beautiful. Beautiful. Even before we go to, uh, no, we'll, we'll talk about Sam. Then we're going to jump back into the, the first Nate box a second. But like with Sam, you know, he talks mm -hmm. about his people. So when you think of the fire service and as a leader, especially a company level leader, our people are our most important. And how we treat them and how we find things out about them is key. And that's a huge part for Ted right there. Yeah, he, he takes a lot of time getting to know his folks. And I think, um, I, you know, when I was listening to your last, uh, episode, your volume one with Ted, with, uh, with Kim, I, I realized I had the same impression that she did where we got like two episodes into it. And I was like, I thought there'd be more soccer. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> what, like what happened? Um, but, but much, but much like the fire department, we spend, you know, this much time on incidents, we spend this much time training and then the rest of it is in the firehouse. So, you know, we are, our job is about the people we serve, but more importantly, you know, controversially, I might say this more importantly, it's about the people we serve with and, you know, where do we put ourselves um, in relation to them as, as a company officer or as an informal leader? Um, you know, how do we, how do we support them and, and keep that, that team building going? And, you know, I, you know, we, we should be spending time on that. That's something that we shouldn't overlook just for personal skills or personal advancement. We should be looking at bringing everybody forward with us as we advance. So let's, uh, let's go deep into something here. And, and as an officer, should, shouldn't you be serving them, right? Absolutely. Yes. And so if we go to Ted and we look at boss lady, uh, what did he do every morning? Biscuits with he, the balls. Which was what? <laughs> he was serving her, right? Yep. Oh, careful. Um, but he took the time to research what biscuit it was that she liked. He took the time to uh, prepare it every night prior to, sorry, spoiler, yeah. maybe, I don't know. <laughs> um, but he took the time to really figure out what it was that made her feel worthy uh, and, and serve that to her, so to speak. Uh, yeah. And I think that's really, like you said, we, we stop looking at, I, I think our people should look at they are serving the community. I think the officers should look at we are serving our people. 
uh, just to absolutely. Keep I mean, it, it sounds like I'm sure we're all preaching to the choir here, but all of us have a <laughs> hopefully <laughs> all of us have a strong a strong pull towards servant leadership. And the idea that our organization is set up like this, where our fire chief is on top, to me is inherently flawed. It should be, yep, like that. Our firefighters are at top. Our firefighters are the one that are out there, you know, taking blood pressures, putting out fires, doing the training, and then our officers serve them, our battalion chiefs serve them, and it should go like that. Um, oh, for sure. This year, so, I think. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. More so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. More so. Yeah, this year, more so than not is, is yeah. where... I mean, our job got to be just like the bearer of bad news and in, in, in New Jersey, especially, you know, you guys were in a little bit different spot in Virginia, but there in, in March and April, I mean, I was, it was not easy to talk to my people because I was never bringing them anything good for a while yeah. there. And they worked through it and I worked through it with them, but they were the ones that really made it all work. You know what I mean? They were the ones that, that took what I said and did what had to be done is an easy way to put it. And to think of that in the fire service, you know, when, when we, we talked about Andy Fredericks and, and uh, you know, just some of the organizations that are out there and, and what people are promoting and buying into, it's almost like the exact opposite. And, and these are some of the folks that I know, you know, Wells, you respect, Rob, you respect, I respect as leaders and people who taught us things, but it's time we have to look at what they said a little bit differently maybe now well the showers you know i mean that's an example of it oh i was still gonna get into that right what he did with right. well, the I mean, that seems like a good segue to it right? yeah yeah exactly you know so so oh, i'm not even saying it anymore but like basically ted made a suggestion box and um, a lot of his suggestions were basically from the team <laughs> to him uh, were basically uh, uh, calling him a wanker uh, which, as he described to his son, is just a man who wants to be alone with his thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, one then after a few wanker quotes and, and even one that was like, oh, it's not signed. Oh, no, Roy signed his name for this one. But um, uh, one was that the, the pressure in the shower sucked. And he's like, we can fix this. And he did. And I know that uh, in my own department, you know, fixing the littlest thing that the guys don't like or doing the littlest thing that can make their lives a little bit better goes so far. Huge. Well, it shows that you have skin in the game and that you're putting them first and it's authentic. You're not make, he didn't make a big deal out of it. The person that asked for that found it on their own. He didn't come around and go, Hey, I fixed your shower for you. <laughs> like this isn't a quick you mean you're not supposed thing. to do that well. like, yeah. <laughs> But it's just done. It's taken care of. And that's, that's authentic. It's not a look at me approach. It's just a let's, let's focus on what's important for, for the, you know, for the, uh, for the greater the team. good. Yeah. And, and keep moving. And then we can focus on the game instead of focusing on this, these other distractions. For sure. And, and like with, with that shower thing, I mean, I know, again, it's just the smallest of gestures that so many people appreciate, you know, and, and then it becomes that ripple effect. Um, in the show, it didn't really, it started the ripple, but it was very small. Yeah, I think they could have gone a little further, but <laughs> season two is still around the corner. So. <laughs> season two and three, by the way, they've, they've signed on for two more seasons. So. Holy cow, I don't think I'm oh. on that part. 
Yeah, spoiler, yeah. I didn't know that. They're, they were looking, so again, let's do a lot of podcasts. <laughs> they, uh, they were looking for another August release. Who, who knows what they'll be able to film this year, how it's all going to work. But um, yeah, I, I hope that they kind of keep that going. I mean, you see it throughout the season and the change, but just that little thing, you know, even Roy appreciated it. And uh, I thought that was, that was huge. And that was the same one that was in the Sam episode where it was just that little thing and, and they lost the game. You know, that was a loss. That was a sad day. And he's like, nope, this is going to be a good day. We're going to turn this into something good and make this kind yep. of work for all of us. Yep. Which is that leadership quality of just saying, like, even in the bad times, we need to move on. You know, it's that we talked about it in episode nine, the, the goldfish theory. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think that goes back to, um, you know, Rob, what you had said about, you know, not, uh, you know, not not carrying that baggage or what we're yeah, said carrying about, responsibility. You know, the blame, the blame, yeah, carrying responsibility yeah. In, in the blame game. You know, looking forward, I I, I joke with with some of my firefighters that I'm like a golden retriever. Like, you know, you can hit me with the newspaper one day, but I'm going to come back and you know wag my tail and you know hope that you know someone will throw a stick for me the next day and we'll we'll be okay. You know, but it's it's kind of like that goldfish theory where it's like you know what, how much energy do we do we spend? you know, about something we heard about somebody sure. as opposed to putting that energy into your team or into your company to drive it forward. And, and does that really benefit? I mean, then what example are you setting for your folks that we're going to sit here and stew about what's already happened? Or could we take that energy and put it out on the field or into our company drill this afternoon and have something positive to talk about, you know, and, and, Ted exemplifies that in his model. It's that, it's that you have to do, you know, you take that energy and you do, you know, you find out, like you just said, like, do we take that energy and just go after that person? Or do we take that energy and find out what, what's going on in that situation? Um, and we just, I mean, I, I rarely talk about my department at all, but we just had another shift had a fire and, you know, you come in and you hear things, this, that, the other thing about how the fire went and, and this and that. And we could have just went along with the stories we've heard from everyone else. But, you know, we always try to go out and look at the fire, look at the building and see what was there. And listen, they had a challenging fire, had a challenging building, a challenging fire. But if I just listened to the stories, I'd be like, ah, oh, they just didn't know what they were doing. You know, like they, they, we we would have we would have crushed that with our eyes closed. You know what I mean? Well, I like to take the story and turn that into a training exercise to see if if they would do the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Without like before, so I don't know how to describe this correctly. Like if you hear the story, you then turn around and and come up with a train scenario that's very close, but where they won't know that that's what you're doing what happened yeah yeah, yeah. and oh, see if they see if they follow the same lines right like if they do then you're like hey guys we're no better if uh, i had a way to thing. <laughs> if i had a way to recreate this building this is a great training building yeah. for a lot of different uh, even more drawing <laughs> but, but that's it you know we took our energy that we could have easily and i'm not going to sit here and, and say we didn't no, no, you definitely talk at the kitchen table yeah. about them for a while, but we yeah. went out there and looked at it, and 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 you know we had two companies out there at the same time, and everybody's like, Whoa, this, "This was 
this was a challenge. And that's something, again, that I think you take from Ted, where he takes that energy, he takes the negativity, he takes the entire stadium chanting wanker at him <laughs> the entire time and just keeps on, oh, we're going to get him next time. And I appreciate you. You know, the, there's a, the old man that passes him and, you know, basically tells him off every time. But he gives him that, like, uh, you're turning it around. We are turning it around. You know, you take that energy and you move it forward. And I know this year it was hard. Like, I know I was guilty of not turning it around when I should have. Uh, but you can't, like, we go back to the goldfish or the golden retriever again, right? Yeah. Don't dwell on that. Keep moving forward and you'll, and you'll stay ahead of the game, hopefully. And, and don't forget your folks are looking at you. You know, it's, I, I think, you know, there was part of me when, when I was watching this show where I'm like, well, this is a little idealistic and there's, you know, may, I, I, and I believe in it, but it, I think in the fire service, the timeline would be long. <laughs> we wouldn't see, I don't think you'd see the Roy Kents of your fire department come around like that. No, I think no, no. there would be a longer shift for people to kind of get on board with that philosophy or, or with that you know, to believe if you're really being authentic or if you're just, um, if you're just kind of playing it up for that day, which goes into one of, one of the key traits of, of being in a leadership position in the fire service is that consistency. And we see that with the character of Ted Lasso is his unfailing consistency of, of taking that positive route as opposed to buying into the negative route when he is surrounded by negative because the whole show is based on a couple negative premises, right? Yeah. It's oh, yeah. a pretty, it's kind of dark the way that he's brought into this. I mean, um, the the owner of the team, Rebecca, brings this American uh, college uh, gridiron or football coach over to coach soccer because she's bitter about her ex-husband's team that she's won in a divorce and she wants to run it into the ground with a smile on her face. Um, and Ted rises above that. And then... You know, you have, um, what was the other one that she did? She has a couple things, uh, you know. Oh, she hired the, the, oh, yeah, the, the photographer. photographer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, setting up. So she hires a photographer to catch Ted with one of the star players' girlfriends looking like they're doing something wrong when they're not. And then she also sets up the one-on-one with Trent Crim, with Trent Crim the independent, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, to, uh, to have this, you know, you know, expose interview with him and he wins Trent over. So for all of these sort of very purposeful uh, actions that are done to discredit or set him up for failure, he is consistent in not wavering from that. And, you know, while it's, well, it's a very blunt lesson, I, I think there's, you know, something you can take from that in terms of consistency when you apply that in the firehouse or with the crew of, don't let those things become distractions. Be who you are and stay on that path. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, see, I brought him in. I brought in a deep thinker, right? But, yeah, but and I true. can appreciate that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, thanks. That, that. Go ahead and step off screen for a second. I'll be back. <laughs> um. Well, I mean, but, but, th but think about, you know, and we talk about this in like our officer development class where it's like, you, you know, you know, the scene from, I got a camera now. I can do it. Where like Morpheus in the Matrix gives the red and yeah, the blue pill. You, you worked for, yeah, yeah but yeah. you've worked for those officers, right? Where it's cool. like, did, did he go red or blue this morning, or did she go red or blue this morning? And like nobody likes working for that person. Like you want somebody that's consistent. You want someone where, you know, you're gonna get. Uh, you know what you're gonna get. Yeah. 
because I don't think we really appreciate how when you're riding that emotional wave, what kind of ripples that puts out in your firehouse. Like you can be uh, a positive bedrock for your folks where they come in and they look at you and they go, okay, he's still doing the same thing. Um, and like to that end, like for me, if, if I feel like I'm off for a day, I'll tell one of my senior guys right away. I'm like, hey man, I'm off today. Oh, yeah. That way they no, know I've, it's nothing, it's nothing yeah. to do with them. It's all about, you know, I, I probably announce it to the whole crew. <laughs> like it's one of those, like, <laughs> That's good. Not today. Not today, guys. Today That's is great. not the day. Yeah. But yeah, but then they know it, you know, they know it's not because of something they did. Yeah, it's not personal. It's it's yeah. whatever struggle I have going on. But I'll I'll because I love the smirk, right? And I call it the Ted Lasso smirk. Yep. Right. Yep. Like no matter what's being thrown at him, he gives that same, you know, and it's that smile almost yeah. of like, you're not bothering me at all. Uh, yeah. and, and, you know, I referenced a lot of Jocko cause I happened to listen to a Jocko podcast right after I finished binging it yeah. and, and Jocko calls it the normal face, right? Just give them the straight normal face where maybe the smirks a little better. Maybe putting a little smile in there every time might get a little more reaction out of it, even if it yeah. is yeah. appropriate, it, so to speak. It goes back to that, knowing your people and making sure your people know you. You know, you, 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 that, that's definitely in that, that military world, they, they try to really separate themselves from the, the men, let's say the officers and the men. I, I do think it's probably changing just because society is changing <laughs> with how that's going to be. But, you know, you have to have that relationship with them. And Ted obviously has that with Coach Beard. I mean, they have, I mean, their, their, their movie line-ness together uh, is just yeah. like... <laughs> <laughs> the back to the future quote yeah, right <laughs> Love oh he always gets doc. me with the doc brown yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good one yeah. but you have that like you you need to have that type of relationship you know what i mean and, and definitely i know i know with you guys too and, and i mean this is with, with yeah with everybody i know it's movie lines you know what i mean and, and for me with my guys and it's movie lines i mean we, we quote so much of it it's unreal. Um, but those are the, the relationships that you need to build to get that buy-in, to have the crew that you want to work with and have them perform in the way you want to perform. And I think there's a definite thing in the fire service, you know, strategy and tactics is very important. How you deploy lines is very important. How you gear up is very important. But if we focus just on that, we lose this people side of it. Um, yeah. Just like with, you know, you have Ted who knows, doesn't know offsides in soccer. Um, no, really? Tell me about it. What is it again? <laughs> How does it work again? I'm not really sure. Again? I think he said, I think he described it in the, in the news conferences. I'm going to do it like the U.S. Supreme Court described pornography. You'll know what it is, but you'll know it when you see it. <laughs> but unless you play the game, you don't really understand it. You know what I mean? But you still have that tie in with it. What's, what, what is it I keep telling you when, my, when I have somebody transfer in and they're like, which nozzle do you prefer? Which blah, blah, blah do you prefer? I'm like, I don't, I don't care so long as you're good at whichever one it is. You know, whatever it is you choose, you better be really good yeah. at it. <laughs> whichever, whichever. So let me, let me ask you this. What, what, when you have a new person come in, Rob, what, um, what sort of like, what are your expectations? Do you have like a top three? Do you give them a page of like, uh, what's your thing? So really I sit down and, t and 
because uh, I came into the role of my, when I came into the role as a captain, I came in with a uh, first lieutenant who they ride the seat of a ladder truck, um, a multi-company, have an engine ladder medic truck, um, who is my senior, who was also a peer. So uh, he, he was in the service before me, but we were firefighters together. And then as we've progressed, I've come back and, and uh, I came in there and I was like a little hesitant. You know, I didn't want this guy to think that I was coming in trying to take over the show or anything. So we sat down first. We had a conversation. When my new folks come in, it's more about how I operate. So mm -hmm. I don't really put a lot of expectations on them other than, you know, be respectful. Uh, projects I love, like really take on something. I don't care what it is. Take it on. Uh, don't put blame. Like that's really one of the big things I say. I hate to hear blame the other shift right if it Great. needs to if it needs to be done do it i don't care who should have done it if we're there that day that means that we should do it uh, but really i try to be really open about how i am i'm very transparent i'm not going to beat around the bush on anything uh, if something comes down the pipe that i don't like i'm going to tell you that i don't like it but then i'm going to tell you you have to do it um i'm trying to think of my speech that i give them uh, I ask them what they expect out of me, uh, because I think that's a big one. Uh, know their trucks, uh, know them inside and out. No, we don't, I don't try to focus on the tactics part or yeah. any of that until we've established a really good relationship first. <laughs> no, that's, that's great. But that, that's so funny because you, without focusing on the tactics part, you are, you are solely focusing on that relationship that you're building yeah. oh, with yeah. them. So that, and that's, that's the foundation to get all the other stuff. That's, that's great. Yeah, technically they, they, but technically they should know the tactics. I mean, I know, I know in Alexander, right. uh, in Roanoke too, you guys, you all run your own academies. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we just started yeah. and, that where I work. It, you know, nice. this, you know, it's good. Yeah, we're on academy. This last group was academy, I think class three. Um, that we've done in a row and it, it creates a whole different employee you know we're making employees that's fantastic um so yeah. your speech definitely changed you know with a new person coming in because they they know the equipment they know the tactics that we use where i work you know on an mm -hmm. engine they they know what we do they've pulled our lines they've done it the exact way we all mostly do it so now uh, and two to be honest with you i don't really care what they know about tactics that's my job you know we're the tacticians they're just there to help us along the way in the beginning um obviously well, the what I'm, ifs are so endless, right like the what ifs are endless yeah. the what ifs you yeah. know what i'm saying like yeah. i mean i can't i can't prepare you for what's going to happen two minutes from now <laughs> i can kind of lay out a hey here's what i expect but the what ifs are endless what i what i say needs to happen isn't going to be what needs to happen yeah. that's that's the law of the fire service every time. You know, <laughs> when we talk about this, it's funny. So uh, I had two rookies. They, they have a, now over a year on and, and both great guys, great firefighters, great, you know, everything. But the, the one's first fire, uh, like uh, 3 a.m., you know, typical. And we were pulling up the block and uh, I could see the room that was on fire because it was, it was on the, 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 the chauffeur's side. We could see it was, it was one room well off as we're pulling past it. And when we get off, he asked me, he's like, 
Lieutenant, which which side of the street is the fire on? And I'm like, when you go around the back of the engine, it's the one with the flames blowing out of it. Because <laughs> he wanted to know which line to pull, like the left or the right off the back. Yeah, but like literally, yeah, yeah. And, and, and he even said, he's like, I can't believe I asked you that. I'm so embarrassed. And I'm like, don't be embarrassed. It's sort of a valid question. But literally, when you walked around the back of the fire engine, did you see where the fire was? Like, yeah. Well, that's because like, they were so focused on this right I oh mean, my they're god so focused on making sure all this is happening that yeah. they're not giving yeah. it the one over out the window that that, that was yeah. our conversation walking from uh doors to the back of the rig i'm like just, just go bring the line to where the house is that's on fire you'll be you'll be yeah. find me we've trained on this enough get to the front door um but but that's something too with like a ted thing where even in that situation you know they're very much focused on this, whatever you want to call their focus, where for us, we could be a little more like, hey, let's go to the one that's on fire, buddy. Just go out and play the game. But to go back to Ted, he didn't come in there trying to teach soccer. Like he knew that they didn't need that. He knew the team pretty quick off just by, you know, how he, uh, the locker scene, the first locker room scene where he just walks in there and him and Coach Beard just stand right? They just stand there and they just watch the interactions that are happening back and forth. They see what's happening to Nate. They see what kind of person Jamie is. They see what kind of person Roy is. Um, he didn't come in saying, I'm going to show you how to play soccer. He came in and, and really quickly learned. He's the uh, maestro of puppets, mm -hmm. so to speak. Not really, but that's a poor analogy. But you know what I mean? I mean, he knew that he didn't have to, he didn't have to teach them soccer. He had to teach them how to be people how to be a team how to yeah. be people yeah. how to be a team right and i i think you know the the dynamic between uh the the number one sort of prodigy star the young guy jamie tart and roy kent is really interesting because the way that ted facilitates that relationship could be very similar to what we see in the fire service where you have you know someone who you know, was a, uh, you know, a ball of fire and a superstar in their day. And, you know, this is a career that we're in for 20, 30 years. So, you know, Somehow. they're not take, taking those licks the same way. And I, I like how, like, one of the quotes that Ted says is, you know, you don't need to be best friends to be great teammates. And, you know, I, I don't like it when people come in and they're like, well, you know, I just got to work here for 24 hours. Oh, man, I need a little more than that. Just, you know, just a touch more. I need a little more than that. Just a bit. <laughs> you know. Um, but you know, that idea of I can put up with anybody for 24 hours, it's like, well, but you know, we're a small department, so I still need you to have some investment in folks here. And, um, I really like the way that Ted approached, you know, he's, he just wears down Roy, like Roy is his project. <laughs> he just, you know, grinds him down with his positivity and Roy, of course, you know, just explodes every time Ted hits one of his buttons, you know, F-bomb, 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 but, um, <laughs> But the scene that I love the most, other than, well, I guess the first one is, is the book where he gives them a wrinkle in time. <laughs> what am I? Am I the princess or whatever? You know? um, but the part that I really like is when he's at the bar. I think he's at the bar at the, at, the, um, at the fundraiser in the show. And he asks Roy, he says, what were you like when you were 23? Yeah. And um, this is something that as a, as a fire officer, I think I've, been working on and I've been getting better about as a way to use my people or not as a way to get to know my people. Um, it's a technique that I use to get to know my people, which is asking more questions as opposed to 
giving answers right away. So, I mean, Ted could come right in and go, this is what you need to do to be friends with Jamie or to make this team better. But he doesn't do that. He allows, he puts the bumpers up and gives Roy, um, you know, some boundaries, but then he lets Roy get to the answer on his own by prompting him and asking good questions at the right time, as opposed to just giving him the answer. And oh, because yeah. of that, we have this, you know, we see this relationship develop, but we have a much better um, team output at the end. So yeah, and I, mean, I think Jamie, that crosses over really well into the fire service. And, and, and the Jamie Tart storyline is, is epic and it's definitely not over. Yeah. You know, which oh, I think no. is again, as a, as a fan of the show now and a fan of Ted, like I can't yeah. wait to see where that goes because you're going to yeah. hopefully see Jamie become that person that he right. really is, you know, where right. he's not scoring goals and going me, 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 me. literally me. I mean, is he saying that, meat? <laughs> oh no, that makes no. He's saying me. That makes so much more sense now. So than me. Yeah. <laughs> me. Uh, but that the the with Roy too, you know, and 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 just bringing Roy along, you know, it definitely helps to have a Keeley involved for sure, which we're sure. not gonna have in the fire service to have to help us with our people. But that that senior man mentality where. <clears throat> what i'm writing down right now actually <laughs> what you're not gonna have a keely like no, no you're trying to find a keely no the senior firefighter the 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 person who is the roy you know that that yeah that, and i think i i think i referenced that i can't remember. you did somewhere in here yeah, I, I have about, all your stuff highlighted rob but it's just again like i knew we were gonna jump around so i right. have stuff in case i just I have it and i keep it. scrolling up and down on it uh but that senior firefighter who who is gonna be bitter mm -hmm. just because i mean uh, there was a time that I was very bitter, so I decided to go to the training center. Boy, that'll change you. Um, <laughs> but uh, knowing that that you need that person's experience, you need that person's uh, understanding of how how it all works, and you just need to get them past that that little bit of a uh, grump that they have. And like you said, uh, Wells, that if you give them those bumpers, and, yeah, and make them work between them. Uh, they're going to bounce off a few times and it's probably not going to be very much fun for them or you. Uh, but I think if you can get them to finally get to the end goal or, or click over a new game for a pinball reference there. Um, yeah. <laughs> nobody's old enough to remember that anymore. right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> then you're really going to benefit from it. Yeah. Then you're really going to benefit from it. Um, and it, it's almost like you start a new game. They're going to become a whole new person for you. Yeah. And, and you, we keep seeing Ted have all these, what, I mean, we see him have these challenging conversations with people oh, yeah. over and over and over. And, you know, how often do we get right up to that in the fire service or in our firehouses and then back off? Cause you know what, I don't know if it's worth it, but there's positivity on the other side of those hard conversations. It's just, are you willing to engage and I'm not somebody that likes conflict like that's been one of the harder parts for me it's like I'm a peacemaker like <laughs> so leaning into those conversations is really challenging but the way that Ted does it where he I mean the authenticity that he gives it where he knows that he's having this challenging conversation because it's good for the team yeah and it's worth it because it's good for the team it's like that Doc Rivers quote from the playbook that um, yeah yeah I, th I think you would talk about that, but you know, again, I'm going to do what's right for the team. It may not be right for you and it may not be right for me as the coach, but if it's right for the team. We're going to do this and a conversation that 
Ted keeps having with all these different characters is a great example of that. I, I just had that conversation. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's, it's always hard. You know, it's never going to be easy. And it's one of the things that, that we just have to, we have to figure out the best way to do it. And I think Ted goes about it, you know, again, in, in this fictional world, but in really good ways, because he has that positivity to him. And, you know, part of the Roy conversation in this really isn't even much about leadership, but it's, it's when guys in the fire service are getting towards the, the end of their career or their end of their time of service. And, you know, just like Roy, they're scared, you know, like what's next, you know, what yeah. else can I do when I don't have this? Uh, because this is so important to us, just like a game, you know, Keely, Keely says it really early on with Roy, where it's like, oh, I'm Roy Kent, I'm always angry because I play a game for a living. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I'm, I'm about as bad as Roy Kent is with, with impersonations, but like, you know, you think about that and <laughs> you, I'll do that, I can compare. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't, I can't make every really comparison to this really show. Yeah, that was actually really good. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you think you think about that as a, in a guy towards the end of their career and, and that fear and having to help them transition into that. You know, it's the exact opposite of, of dealing with the the kids as we call them. Now I'm not at the end of my career. I don't even know what it's going to be like. But someone's got to help them. So that's my job. You know, whether they're even a higher rank above me, you know, we, we need to, to start to prepare for that, how we're going to get there. Yeah, do you get them to just stop showing up for the game? Because that's what Roy was doing in the beginning, right? He was just showing up, going through the motion. Being slow. Being as slow. Nate said, yeah. being uh, slow. <laughs> which is fine. I'll take slow. Uh, <laughs> no, that's not true. Because when I coach soccer, I want speed. But, uh, <laughs> you know, how do you get them to understand I don't need you to go through the motions till the end of your career. I need you to, to step up and make sure that those who are coming behind you are really ready. Uh, the long game, you know, I know we've referenced that before a lot. Yeah. Five, 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 and that's um, something that I looked at here was that uh, Ted isn't looking at how do I win the next game? You know, he's looking at relegation for the first season, which if you don't know what that is, it's basically you get kicked out of the big leagues and go back to the minors. Um, He's looking at that as the really the end goal for the season, uh, staying out of that. Um, and you have to prepare your people to not relegate, uh, which I think can happen. You have that bitter person in that firehouse. Next thing you know, you're all you're all in the minors. You follow them right down the hole. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Definitely in that hole. And even where Ted says, like, you know, we're in the Premier League now. What, what's the league? Do we go? What league do we go down to? And yeah. says the Championship League. Well, that sounds pretty good to me. Like, I like the Championship yeah. League. Champion sounds good. But yeah, you you can't let someone bring you down that hole. And I think too with Roy, you know, Roy definitely towards the the middle of the show wanted to bring Jamie up and it just wasn't Jamie just wasn't ready for it. But then how he tells Sam when Sam's like, I was just laying here. Cause everybody was so excited, like yeah. so angry. And he's like, all right, this is what you're going to do. Like he gives him the playbook for how to legitimately fake his injury in a, in a, in a football game. Um, yeah, and and hype the crowd in the meantime. Yeah, that's exactly. it. Right. Such an epic thing to do. And yeah. so much. And he also does the throw TV. Sometimes you got to, Right, in, in that 
isn't Roy the one who says sometimes you got to throw it? Oh, sometimes you got to break a TV. Yeah, 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 keep, yeah. Keep, keep breaking TVs or something keep like breaking that. Breaking TVs. TVs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he does that, you know, but those are things that he's bringing those younger people up. And that's something that when we talk about the senior man or the senior officer, you know, you, you have to be in the game until that last day you walk out the door. You know what I mean? There's no, uh, my, my last chief always said that. He's like, you know, I'm, I'm in this game until that morning at eight o'clock when we leave here and go to the bar. And that's what you have to always be um, in our career for sure. That's hard. That's a hard, it's a hard road to uh, follow. Well, it's like a loss. You know what I mean? It's just like when, oh, they, yeah. when they lost with Ted, you know, Ted, Ted well, I don't know. We're going to see what next, next season brings. <laughs> But we mm-hmm. all have those hard moments, you know, you're going to have those bad days. I know we, we've all, we have all, this group here has definitely all spoken to each other after a, an extremely bad shift um, because you, you're going to have that and then you need to bounce back. But again, taking care of your people is the key part in that. Taking care of yourself and your people, I should say. Well, and it makes it easier to bounce back, right? Because they all understand it. You know, like if you're open, like I said, I like to be transparent. If you're open with them, if you let them know, uh, that you're not going to be that black and white, that you're going to let the gray mix in there. Okay. Uh, they're going to bounce back. They're not going to dwell over it as hard as you might, because you might take a little more pressure on yourself than you should. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, they're going to move on just as quick as you move on because you have built that relationship and they understand yeah. uh, what's going on a little better. They don't expect you to be, yes, sir, captain. Blah, 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 blah. I think, I think it's my favorite part, you know, and Wells, you've been in the same firehouse for a long time now, you know what I mean? So you've seen a lot of things there, but you know, when you're, uh, one of my guys, one of the guys just said it the other day, you know, we're humming. He's like, we're humming. That, that's what it comes down to. This ship that's is cool. humming. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, oh, I guess we are, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. like, like, there's problems. I'm not going to, trust me. It's not, it, it's, it's just like we say, it's like a family, like, but we're humming. Like for the most yeah. part, we're humming. And, and when it comes down to doing the job, I really feel like we're humming because we've yeah. had that group of people together, kind of like you have, aside from adding a whole nother company in, which again, yeah. unique. No, which has been great. I mean, we have we have some great personalities that have come in. We've we've got some great youth that's in there. Um, yeah, no, it's it's positive for us. It's definitely a good thing. So. <laughs> it's 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 what keeps us coming to work every day. And I think that's yeah. what keeps Ted waking up meeting coach beard who he's probably the most underrated character in oh, the 100 percent, 100 yeah yeah <laughs> right i mean he knows the game he's he's the coach yeah. he, he learned the game he is ted's sounding board he is the player's sounding board i would suppose he's got the whole chess thing going on i'm trying to think of like what else what else he has well, I think it's, he's, he's tactician you know yeah. but Go ahead, Rob. No, no, I was just saying it shows that you have to have somebody. Uh, and, you know, I'm fortunate that I have, I have Pip, who's completely out of the picture as far as what's happening here in Southwest Virginia. But I have somebody here in Southwest Virginia that's in my department that is that person that I bounce things off of. And then they, in return, bounce them off of me. And if you yeah. don't have that, man, you're missing out. You you got to find that person. That and, and I think... You know, I think it's it's great when you have someone that's in your firehouse that you can do that with, but that's not always the case. And I, I, I do remember, like, when I first got promoted a while ago, I was fortunate to get promoted with a couple people um, on my list. And 
we started calling each other at night, like after dinner when things were winding down and before like, you know, that 10 and 11 o'clock call hits. Um, and that was really valuable. And we started to build up that trust. But a lot of times when you first get promoted and you go back to your room or wherever your alone spot is to do your reports or sit in front of the computer, that can be lonely. If you oh, yeah. came from a from yeah. a firehouse where it's, you know, three, four, five, six, seven, eight firefighters that are all, you know, humming, that are going in in gelling and moving along to get put in that officer role can be really challenging. And um, like I think the the takeaway from the beard and Ted relationship between the two of them is if you don't have that and you don't have that with somebody on your crew, whether it's your senior firefighter or another officer in the firehouse, pick up the phone. Yeah. And it's like, like for you guys, it doesn't have to be someone that's in your firehouse, but especially in that first six months, that can feel lonely. Um, first and that's a real thing. Yeah. Two years. Maybe until you like, retire. Yeah. But having that sounding board and somebody that, you know, you can kind of lean on and have a little back and forth with, man, that's so valuable. So as that's a what he does with coaching. officer. Right. Yeah. It's like he just says things. Right. He'll he'll just be. And, and I love the scene where uh, Coach Beard doesn't agree. Right. And he keeps. Oh, yeah. he goes off and he goes to town. Yeah. 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 Separating yeah. himself. And it, and it speaks volumes. Right. He's like one of those like, look, no. Yeah. No, 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 no. Um, and sometimes you need to hear that. Right. Like you need to have yeah. that. Oh, wow. I'm an idiot um, moment. And you're not going to say that to yourself. You have to have somebody else. Yeah, I think I think too that that Coach Beard scene too is is we need to play to win, right? Like Ted was just like, okay, we're good. Right. No, we need to win. Right. We need to. Well, win. he needs. He, he was letting him know he needs to elevate, right? You need yep. to stop in that groove. Which, well, as you said it earlier, you know, or maybe Pip, I can't remember now. You know, it's uh, the show is this this long, but yeah. what's happening is really going to take this long forever yeah. yeah you could pull so much out of this like it again goes back to that initial thing we said where like you don't always have to be learning from the fire service you don't always have to be learning from the military you know you can learn things about leadership from from loads of people and it's like i talked about with kim with the playbook you know and learning from coaches successful coaches i mean it's yeah really, i love that show that's a wow. whole other thing we could do <laughs> oh dude i get to ron wants to do the goodies though so if you want to jump I in do the goodies. Goodies. <laughs> i'm in i'll wear the headband for that one hey sidebar with the playbook were you super disappointed when you got to episode five and it was over i was like yeah, I'm like, there should be more. Where, why are there not more? Like, why, why, yeah. why am I going into the trailer for the, like, this yeah. is... There's, no, more there's so many more coaches. There's so many more stories. I want to yeah. hear, like, how... But, but too, with, with all of those coaches, just like with Ted as a coach, it's about yeah. the person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Obviously, there, there's tact in the game, and there's there, but you need your people. You know, I need my people. Yeah. We, we, not just I, we need our people to trust us with their lives. You know, so we, we have to have that strategy and tactics, but we need the people first. And even if I look at 555, you know, because I, I compare a lot of things to 555, it was about the people. You know, it wasn't about yeah. so much the fitness. It was about the people doing the fitness. 
Stop What's with that? the was, it still is. It still, it still is. is. <laughs> Stop with the was. When we started, it was, and it still is today. Is that okay? <laughs> but, but you think about this, the, like Ted Lasso, it's all about people, that whole show. And that's why it yeah. transcends to our wives, to anybody who, who wants to watch yeah. the show. No, um, it has great crossover. And so we talked just a minute ago about, um, about feedback that Coach Beard gave to Ted, but if, if we can stay in the feedback realm for a while, I want to talk about sure. one of my favorite parts of the whole show, which is um, Ted takes Nate, the kit man. Can we go, Nate? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Are dude, ready? I'm ready. This okay. is, so we, this uh, is going to be the end. Okay. This is going to be okay. the last <laughs> okay. new Ted so, Lasso topic. But I, I'm just saying we're starting it. We're already over the hour. Pocket, I know. But it's okay. I know. But this is going to okay. be – we're going to see how long this one goes, all right? We're at an hour and 10 minutes or so. So Okay, well, I'm not leaving until we talk about this one, <laughs> one thing with me. Um, but Got all but it, the camera. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you why, though. Um, the, my favorite part is when Ted takes Nate, the kit, the kit man, the guy that, you know, washes the laundry for the team. He takes him to this fundraiser ball mm-hmm. for sick children in the whole team's at. And uh, Nate shows up at his apartment and he's wearing his father's old suit. And he's like, oh, I hope you don't mind that I'm here early. And Ted says, no, no, it's fine. He goes, uh, hey, Nate, are you the kind of guy that would like to know if you had like food in your teeth or something <laughs> like that? And Nate goes, oh, yes, I definitely would. He goes, OK, that suit looks terrible. <laughs> and gives him that feedback in 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 Nate was green lighted it and was good with it and they went and got him a new suit but that moment um was so cool where you know a lot of times we we give people feedback and we do this all the time in the fire service right be curious not judgmental so i'm curious hey are you ready for feedback yes i'm ready for feedback okay here we go (laughs) if you talk to like nine out of ten firefighters most of them are like i wish he would have just told me what it was on his mind But then when you're on the receiving end, hey, man, why are you coming at me? Well, I wanted to give you feedback. (laughs) So um, I was working with a new firefighter that I'd never worked with before uh, over the weekend. And uh, we were doing some hose evolution stuff. And I'd met her like an hour or two before. And we went down to the burn building to do some evolutions. And um, we were working on some technique stuff. And I had an opportunity to give her feedback. And I I stopped and I thought about that scene. And I said, Hey, <laughs> I have feedback for you. I said, and that's why we're down here. And she goes, yeah, I go, but how do you like to get your feedback? Do you want it kind of like buttered up and easy? Or are you good if I come right at you with it? And she goes, no, just let me have it. I said, okay, so here's what I'm noticing. And then I gave her the feedback and we had, a, you know, we had a great drill anyway, but adding in that step, kind of like what we talked about before, before just going right to this, I feel like it helped us like she knew that I was coming at it from a place of, I want us to be better. Yeah. Like we've never worked together, but I, I want, you know, I want you to know what I know. And I think I thought about that moment before I did it because of that episode from the show or, you know, I, I just really liked it, you know, where he's given me that feedback where it's like, are you ready for this? Here it comes, you know? Well, it's the radio pause. It's right back. Like, I mean, we go yeah, yeah, absolutely, Rob. Hour that that Pip reminds us that we're already into. It goes right back to that. It's the radio pause, except now yeah. you're you're seeing how you want to, you know, slide it in there or right. bang them on the head with it. Uh, right. I feel like, like that's a whole class, like the radio pause. Like uh, you may have just Rob, you may you're have welcome. just yeah. You know, <laughs> 
No, you can teach it with me. Like no, you can no, totally no. teach it with me. I'm not stealing it from you. I'll but. be your videographer. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> but but right, that's it. And and so Nate again, like Nate, I think is the ultimate fire service like comparison. Right, Nate's the kit man. He's basically the guy that does the wash. Yeah. Um, but he is from England. He knows the game. He knows the team. He knows the locals. He knows everything Ted needs to learn. And no one has given a shit about Nate his entire career. Right. Let's just say I don't. We don't know. So we know a little bit about his family life, but not so much. But you know, Nate's just that guy. You know, he's the team manager, for lack of a better term, for us. And no one even knows his name until Ted asks. He's like, no one's asked my name before. The long pause was great, where he's like, yeah. what's your name? You know, just silence. Right. Like, oh, you really know my name. There's another part where he says, like, he's like, Nate. And he's like, you know my name. And he's like, well, you're going to be my default Nate until we get another one. <laughs> yeah. So basically, if I say Nate, I'm talking to you type thing. Yeah. And he takes Nate and eventually Nate gets elevated to a coach position, you know, yep. uh, not before some, some really good feedback about the team and yeah, about epic. everything like that. So, so that goes back Nate, to what you're saying, Wells, is that Nate delivered it in the way that it needed to be delivered. At yeah. Time, right. Like, like uh, Ted, Ted, Ted recognized that it wasn't the time to ask if you mind if somebody mm-hmm. you something's in your teeth. He knew that right then and there, they needed that direct, from from left field, right field, whatever you want to say, he need, they needed that slap to the face almost. They needed to hear a different voice in that moment than yeah. his to 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 separate it and to get the message through with it's brutal honesty. Yeah. Your, yeah, good time to use your other officers, right? Like if you have officers absolutely, there, you know, hey, you're stepping up. You're going to say this for me, however you want to say it. Yeah, yeah. or again, too, or, that, or, that that's yeah. that senior man. You know, I've definitely had that talk with some guys in my firehouse, maybe where I'm like, hey, listen, I can't handle this situation. <laughs> like, because if yeah, I handle, I if I handle this situation, it's not going to go well, like for some people. And I don't want that to happen. But if that's what's got to happen, that's what's got to happen. But if you handle this situation, hey, I don't, I don't really know what's going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and, and I think that's what um ted did in a, in a really good way with that where the team needed that pep talk and and roy needed to hear you know your your strength is or your anger is your your superpower yeah you know right. and, and that kind of stuff and you're slow and you're too full of yourself and my man uh, what's it, danny rojas is like oh fair <laughs> true thank you yeah <laughs> football is life yeah thank you thank you for that <laughs> Danny Rojas, Danny Rojas. Oh, my God. I could go on about Danny Rojas. Danny Rojas is now, see, we're going to go even longer. We're still going back to Nate, but Danny Rojas is all of us on day one. 100%. Mm -hmm. Maybe we're not running around singing our name, but we're all that. Maybe day three. Day one was a bit rough. Maybe day three. Day one, we're really scared. But but when, when you're getting into the fire service, you are that excited. You were that passionate, you know, you want to give joy away for free type stuff. You want to give whatever you can do to do this. Somehow that gets stymied in a lot of people. And it's something that we can't let happen. But I'll go back. Like I said, uh, I had that bitterness, right? So I went to the training center. Why did I go to the training center, right? Because what do you see every day at the training center? That joy. Rojas. Joy. Right? You see that 
we you're paying me to do this are you kidding me right and so you kind of need that as a recharge and you have to find that it may not be i'm not saying no actually don't go to the training center no no i'm telling everybody you have to you have to do it you need to do it no you should Uh, it's the the best Uh, but if you can't get to the training center you need to find your danny rojas for sure you got to find your your uh spark of that's why we're here that's right and he was that good. That was a good part about Danny Ross. Right. Was he, yeah. he he backed everything that he set up about himself. And you have the whole uh, exorcism episode that goes on with Danny yeah. Ross. That I, I would imagine there's some firehouses out there that have probably done something along those lines to get the badness out of their firehouse. Uh, I, can, I think it's a great idea. I can speak the truth of that. Yeah. I can, oh, there I was... can take you. I can take you to the firehouse. <laughs> where to get, uh, to get rid of the spirits or to get rid of just the bad. There was a lot of events that seemed to occur one right after the other. So they actually had a, a I don't know how much I should talk about this. But I'm here. No, this is probably the best part of the episode. Like, what's happening? It's uh, the they, end. Listen, nobody's listening anyway by this point. So. They, they yeah. actually had a priest come out and, and bless the station. I mean, uh, that's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, so far, it seems to have worked. So I don't, know what, uh, I don't know what sort of demons and ghosts were there, but they were there. Whatever happens, I mean, that's what you need. I mean, who, who would think, you know, where it's like, you know, you know, with the chat room where it's, Ted, Ted, do you, and we said this with Kim, Ted, do you believe in ghosts? I do. do I do. Importantly, I want them to believe in themselves. Believe in themselves. <laughs> Good way to end, I guess. I don't know. No, we're not done. We can't be end on that. We have to talk more about Nate. We have to talk about Nate because there's something that Wells brought out in, in, in the notes that we shared. And it's about, you know, when you have those young guys, they have ideas. They oh, are yeah. people. They have opinions. They have ideas. They have everything. The person, not the position. Yeah. Yeah. Granted, we may not, mm, you know, always want to take them, or you know, I, I gladly tell them I'm, I'm more than willing to accept, listen to any of your ideas, and if they suck, I'm going to tell you they suck. But you know, we have to let them give us that feedback, and I think that's something in the fire service a lot of people do not do. Well, that's what I tell them. Folks. I tell them uh, I'll go with your plan, absolutely. But when it doesn't work, we're not doing it anymore. Yeah. You know, it's one of those like that—that's the end of it. Like I'll, you know, I, I had a, I have a very strong firefighter who likes to try the new things, and I always joke with him that the only thing he's good at is fighting fire. Um, but I tell him he, he'll come to me and be like, "Hey, I want to, I want to switch up the bumper lay." Yeah, absolutely, let's do it. Uh, but the first time it doesn't work, it's over. You know, it's one of those like well, I shouldn't say the first time, but the first time it screws up majorly, you know it's over a lot a lot of times that's a great learning lesson though because they with without experience they see something and they try something and it works for them but that doesn't mean it's going to work for the whole for the team and for the team exactly and and that's a good learning experience for them you know it's something you have to let them then try to do Um, Nate's play so to go back to Nate I mean that's his play right like he lets him try his play see if it works Oh yeah, the way that the way the whole way that that, that's such a great scene where he's like, um, you know, does anybody have any ideas? And then Nate's like unfurls his paper, (laughs) and he's like, "Is this yours?" He's like, "He goes, I'm sorry, I have a hard time hearing people that don't believe in themselves." (laughs) And then he says yes, and and then he and then he like whispers yes, and he's like, "Whoa, stop yelling!" You know. 
but no, the the idea that that you know you you should not have an ego in this shot where you can't find um, inspiration or ideas or a second view from from another person, regardless of their time in the service. I mean, you know, I I tell my guys, I'm like, if you see something, kick it up. I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to go crew resource management on us here, but just like when you know the the point is that everybody has buy-in in the outcome of this event and it it doesn't mean just because you know i've worn this you know worn my shirt or helmet for a certain amount of time that i have all the answers so um yeah, the idea no. yeah not at all um i don't know what offsides is right i mean it's just... yeah yeah exactly but i i know that you know i work in training to make sure that my guys have their eyes up and not at their feet so when their eyes are up and they see something that I don't see, I want to know about it. And if we, if we don't create a culture of allowing them to provide that feedback, then, um, then we're going to miss that. And that's a missed opportunity. Rob, I'm talking with my hands. I might, I might. <laughs> you may be from New Jersey. Wells. no, no, I don't know. Maybe from New Jersey, not Vermont. You what spend, do I do? What you do, spend I do a good amount of time here. <laughs> it's funny that you said eyes up, right? Cause, uh, yeah. If you, I don't, I don't know. Do you, if, did you do soccer at all? At all? Never. I know. Pitt, I, I, it was short and tragic, and then I transitioned to another sport. But yeah, uh, mine went the other way. The the other okay. sport was short and tragic. So I found soccer. And one of the things that I always tell my kids when I coach kids was eyes up, right? Like you. Yeah, yeah. That's where, that's where this is where it happens. It's not down here at the ground. Yeah, you can't it's keep up. watching your feet. Like I, yeah. I, I love the cool things you're doing with dribbling the ball, but dribbling the ball doesn't score the goal it's using the whole team yeah. you have to see what the whole team's doing to be able to score that goal um <laughs> yeah they gotta have those eyes up so i love to hear that that's great that it ties back into ted lasso being a soccer coach it yeah, goes no, that's, that's, a, that's a good rap yeah <laughs> it's a good it's a good like first day speech like eyes up like that you just picked up. Up. Uh, i wrote it down like it's <laughs> Stolen, sorry. <laughs> no, do it, man. Do it. I mean, I, I think, you know, again, every all the good stuff that we've gotten is from people before us that, oh, you know, yeah. that we listened to and paid attention to and, um, you know, were kind enough to try and make us better. And I think that's, you know, we look at the way that sometimes we have certain departments and certain crews that treat, treat new folks. It's like, man, what, a, why don't we treat rookies the way that, you know, the professional sports treats them where it's like they're lifted up you know, and I'm not saying we need to put every new person on a pedestal, but we also don't need to be, you know, like locking them in closets either. We should, you know, we should take that youth, that knowledge, that exuberance, that joy, that we, the Danny Rojas joy, and, you know, pump that into our team to maximize it and use that as a way to push the team forward as opposed to, you know, the, I just hate the, you know, shut up, rookie, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, you know. This is a yeah, pretty common no, sense job. <laughs> the, everybody has an opinion. You know what I mean? It's, it's one of those yeah. things where like, we, we, we have to work with this, you know, we have to, we have to make this better. And everybody likes to say like, Oh, make it better than you found it. Well, if we keep doing the same things over and over again. <laughs> yeah. You got it. We, is that going to happen? I'm a little confused here. Now look like, I, I mean, I clean toilets. I wash dishes. You know, we all do those things as we're coming up along the line. But yeah. at the same time, when it comes to like, well, what do you think about this? Does this work? You want to try this? You know, you, you tell me. Um, and, you know, um, oh God, my good buddy, Ron Smith is, is all about um, mental snapshots. 
You know, you take mental snapshots of things. I have way more mental snapshots than someone with two years on the job. And yeah. I have no problems telling them that, but I'm like, you need to take your mental snapshots too, because you may see this differently than I do. And that's where we're going to grow together. I just have a boatload yeah. more. That's, yeah. the, that's the one thing that I have a hard time with. And, and I catch myself is awareness, right? Like, I, like you said, the snapshots allow me to build a picture really quick. Uh, I, the collage, I guess, goes together really quick. Um, and I'm trying to get them to understand that, right? Like they should always be looking at this and this and this and this and, and stop with the, it goes back to eyes up. Um, yeah. You know, stop, stop focusing on one and really start looking and snapping those pictures so you can put it together. It's, it's, it's hard, but you got to do it. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> crazy how we came up with all of these things here from this show <laughs> that is just like i i didn't watch every episode tonight but now i have a feeling i'm gonna go back and it's funny because finn finn asked me today he's like you're doing another yes size up about ted lasso he's like can i watch this and i'm like i think you can there's definitely some yeah. keely stuff in there that i'm like oh man now i'm gonna have to explain <laughs> some things that well you do like i do, do my oldest all right, I'm not telling you it can't be in here, but here's what's going to happen, right? <laughs> right? There's going to be some of this in there, and there's going to be some of this in there. If you want to talk about it, it's going to be after the show. <laughs> <laughs> while we're watching it, it's going to be after. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if I'm ready for Finn to ask me those questions, but it, 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 there's so much to learn from it, and it's such a great show. What do you got, Rob? I know you got something else. Yeah, yeah. So can we not talk about Nate enough? We can still talk about Nate. Well, no, well, like you said, when you go back and watch it, you go go back and watch it. The thing I picked up on was the 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 slogan, right? The the I don't even know how to say. Oh it. yeah, you got it. I, I highlighted it. it. Firmus Victoria, which if you start to Google it, you're gonna find that it's basically on the path to victory or the steps to victory. Um, mm -hmm. So let's if you take everything that we've talked about, right, and make those the steps or the path, uh, it's gonna be a win. Um, you might not see the end, you might not see the trophy raised or whatever, but if you've laid that foundation for those, for, for Roy and for Jamie Tart and the whole team, man, they're gonna get to raise it one day or hopefully somebody right immediately after them. It, it's all about the path, right? Yeah. It's not about yeah. the victory, no, it's, about it's about the about path. Like yeah. In the fire service, it's definitely about the path because in reality, we don't have victories. I mean, we, we put fires out, we save lives, you know, we, we, we do these things, but those, that's, it's the path that gets you there. Yeah, that's the small part, right? right, right. Yeah. Most of the people listening to this are, are on the job or volunteers or, or whatever they are, and they understand that. They have to understand that. If you don't, it's time to start. It's time to. It's, no, it is. You're right, Rob. If you don't, it's time to. It's about your path there. It's about your 24 that you're working or your 48, wherever you are. You know, and, and like you said, we, the biggest part of this is the people together. Yeah. You know, and I think that's the, my favorite part about the path. And I know because of 555, because of Andy Fredericks, you know, Wells, you have met, just like we have met people around from around the world now yeah. who are on this path together. And that is, that, that's the happiest path for me, I think. I love my department, love my crew, love everything. But expanding that path has been... Yeah. Huge. It's the recharge. It's the recharge. The recharge. <laughs> it's absolutely the recharge. And that's the best reason, you know, e even if you feel like, you know, you've seen a class or you've done a class, like challenge yourself to get out and go to some conferences or go to any one of the small ones or the big ones or whatever, 
because you're going to meet folks, you're going to be engaged, and it's going to be the recharge. And we hear that all the time every year. Man, this is the recharge I need. And then if we cancel a year, oh my gosh, I need my recharge. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, but it's um, but I, I think back to the episode you did with uh, Tracy Pip, where you talked about like improvement, not perfection. You know, yeah. that's part of the path. Is that you know switching that mentality from individual improvement to team improvement as a as a fire officer, as a, as a informal leader in your, in your firehouse and like really embracing that as like, Hey, we, we just need to keep improving. And, you know, just like we do in fitness, you know, maybe not me specifically, but you guys like, it's the daily grind, you know, it's that yeah. consistency, it's the grind and it's that focus on that path towards improvement. I think that you know, we see that in this microcosm in the 10 episodes with Ted and in a positive way. And, um, you know, you guys do it. And, you know, I think people need to remember that they can do it too. And the, and the fact that they didn't win, they got relegated. Yeah. Now we have a whole no. other season of like, uh, I don't even know. I, I mean, I know what yeah. relegation means, but what, what are they going to yeah. do? You know, how are they going to do this? You know, you know, they're going to lose some players. You, you hope not, but Ted's going to have some new players to deal with, I'm sure. Um, the fans that's, are that's, gonna... that's the fire service, right? You Retirement, movement, promotion. Yeah. You know, you're going to lose folks. The new folks are going to come in. Some are going to have experience. Some aren't, right? It's the same ups and downs. Well, that's, that's one of those things, too, that I think... <laughs> the, the, the leaders of the past, they were about perfection. You know, even though they kind of were like, they, they always said they weren't, but they were. They were writing big, thick books and they were, they had all the answers in their books and then whatever you want to say. And I'm not too <laughs> bad about them, but they were chasing perfection, you know, where they really should have just been always chasing improvement, 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 improvement. Yeah. And for us now, as that generation of people who, who knows when they may write that big book, I want it to just be about improving and looking for the next step, you know, um, yeah. which is, which is a Ted Lasso. He's just looking for the future. And we didn't even talk Believe. about his marriage. Believe. Believe. Yeah. Believe. Hit it. I just want everybody eyes up, eyes up. Eyes up. Believe. Yeah. Look, and he hits it, right? That little. He's got fences, but mm -hmm. he's got to hop right over them. You know? Yeah, that's <laughs> that a great quote. I love that quote. You know which one too? I wanted to really now. Like I don't really care how this long this goes anymore. But where is it? Hold on. I have to do an intermission, man. We, you know, when I um, you do an intermission, you got to run and get a, a refill. I, I packed my own. I packed. I packed again. So, but what's he say? It's kind of. Oh no! I moved it over here now. Where is it? Taking on a challenge is a lot like riding a horse. Yeah. If you're comfortable while you're doing it, you're probably doing it wrong. And that's the fire. To me, that's the fire service. Once you get comfortable in any of this, you're wrong. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, I learned that in paramedicine. Like, I was never comfortable as a, as a paramedic. Mm. Like, I'm way more uncomfortable than I am as a firefighter because it was just, who knows what I'm going to roll up to next type thing. Yeah. But I like it. I like well, all the things we've talked about. Is there anything more on Nate too, real quick, before we, we end tonight? I know. I felt like we were going to go deep on Nate. Uh, um, <laughs> easy. Easy, man. This, well, this is not that podcast. Yeah. We're not. Never, never that podcast. But you think I felt like, like we were going to deep dive on Nate. I, I that thought still we doesn't would, sound good. 
and, keep, and, keep looking. I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> so we are going to go because he's running. But I think with Nate, you know, there's so many things you could teach someone new coming in. When we talk about the, these younger kids coming in, this new generation and, you know, Wells with, with Rob running away real quick, you know, you and I were that generation. Yeah. You know, we were young kids together and we were, we were in fires as young kids together on a hand line in a fire. Think about those days between you and I, as opposed to what it would be like now. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I can't believe they let us do some of that stuff. But I mean, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I would say when, when you look at that, like, yeah, you yeah. can't believe that. And that's neat. You know, they took, he, Ted took this younger kid who was kind of timid, kind of not there. And he built them up really quickly, which is hard to do in the fire service for sure. It's going to take yeah. longer, but we have to do that with these folks because like Rob said, we're getting them now, you know, yeah. um, I think our youngest employee in, in my career was like 19, maybe 20 or so. Yeah. But it's still young. No, I, I have a, a new guy that came in. And I think he, he's 19, just turned 20 or uh, yeah, just turned 20. And again, just ball of fire, great, squared away. Um, can't say enough about him. But, you know, I, I think about, you know, there's a quote that my dad said once where someone's like, you know, what do you do when you have a highly motivated person like that? And, you know, he's like, get out of their way. You know, so Nate's an example of someone that, you know, has a little bit of a hard time believing in himself, but he's motivated. Whereas Roy needs to believe in himself again, but isn't as motivated. So it's interesting how Ted motivates each of these characters independently, but I think Nate's a good crossover to that joy and that, that, um, that exuberance that you see of someone who realizes what they can become once you, in allow them to have that space to grow and Ted facilitates that he doesn't inhibit his, you know this this kit man's ability to to provide feedback and to provide input and to be part of the team as opposed to just an accessory to the team and that's that's pretty inspiring of the ego that he doesn't have he puts his ego aside and beard as his right hand immediately recognizes that and also steps out of the way and encourages it and they, you know, they listen. And that's something that, you know, I know as a, when I was newly promoted, like I wanted to demonstrate competence by showing, but listening is the harder skill and letting other people do that talking and then listening to it and maybe implementing some of it is, is where I think you get more of a you know, maybe more traction when it comes to the team building and then alternate ideas and other perspectives. Other and perspectives, yeah, that. That, 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 yeah. Nate, Nate is all about the other perspective. And, and, yeah. and a lot of times he's in the right perspective for sure, you know, when, especially when it comes to the game. I mean, oh, yeah. but that, that end of just knowing your people, you know, putting yeah. your people first. And I think... That to me is the biggest takeaway from the show is just building the people up from there. Um, yeah. And how Ted goes about that is just, just classic, you know? Yeah. And it, it's knowing his name and it's, you know, calling him by name. Hi, Nate. How are you? Nate the Great. You know, Nate the Great. I could never be, I could never be as, as positive as Ted Lasso is. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just not me. 
Um, but I could try, you know, and if I yeah. keep trying, like that, that's the key. That's yeah. the victory. That's <laughs> see what you did there. I do, I do see what you did there. Well, you know, uh, Wells, like you ended, because uh, Pip shared those, uh, you ended yours like, uh, let's see here, this means not having an ego about the top dog or being the boss. Uh, don't overlook good ideas and critical feedback just because it came from someone in a different position. And then yeah. I ended mine just to show you we're all on the mm -hmm. same page here. I and and you didn't see this either. I saw right, this. Right. They didn't right. see these. Like he shared them together. So we didn't see it prior. I ended mine on that's what makes a team the little nuances you learn about each other or your profession. Constant growth is the key to success anywhere. Um, <laughs> it's the same yeah. sentence almost. Uh, just in a different <laughs> in a different way but that yeah. that's again like i said when 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 this whole thing came up and i'm like wells let's do one about this i'm like i think rob should be in this too you know what i mean yeah. it's one of those things where we, we have so much you can learn so much and i think as we're kind of wrapping up here because we're definitely I don't, I don't even know maybe longer podcasts are better i don't know i'm still i'm still trying to figure this whole thing out but you know, there's a certain someone who does them for three hours. I'm just saying there, there is a certain someone who does them for three hours. <laughs> he not only does them for three hours, but there's a man who is mostly silent the entire time in the room, except for epic movie quotes and an mm -hmm. occasional question about like what a military thing is. Um, mm. And I do hope to have him on this show someday because I got to meet him. Awesome dude, Echo Charles. Yeah. Anyway, that'd um, be cool. It would be, dude. When I mean like a great five minute conversation, it's probably one of the best ones I've ever had in my life was with Echo Charles. And I'll keep that one to myself, but if I could have him on sure. here as a guest, it would be cool. But you, you have that thing where you go longer and it, now see, now I'm getting into podcasting, but um, it's changes. And now I totally forgot what we were getting to. Constant growth, key to success. Uh, <laughs> what else? Uh, uh, Top dog being the wall. Oh, well, See, Echo Charles told me about nanoseconds of quietness. You can't have that. But it's hard too when you're not in the same room with people. Where yeah. if you're in the same room, it flows so much better. Where when you're you're doing the Zoom thing, it's it's much harder. <laughs> in my face now. But you know, I think when when we compare the fire service to Ted Lasso, there's so many leadership lessons we've talked about already. But Let's end this on a on a on a big note, and you can do a quote. You can do oh. just a, uh, whatever you want to do to kind of end your Ted Lasso fire service comparison. Um, who wants to go first? That's the easiest way. I don't want to. I don't want to put you on the spot, but I am. Doesn't have to be. There's a, only two of us, Rob. You're putting us on the <laughs> You're putting us on the spot. He's Rob. I'm Pip. Which you, I know. Uh, I gotta. You actually knew Rob. I knew you Rob. as Rob. You did yeah. before Pip really was anything. Uh, I can go there. Does it have to be? Does it have to be Ted Lasso? It doesn't um, have to be Ted Lasso. No, I think. It, I so my my work email has a, a quote that I, I I really lean heavy on, and it's Aristotle's. Uh, uh, now I can't remember it because I'm pulling a blank. We are what we what we repeatedly do. Therefore, success is not an act; it's a habit. Um, and I I really lean heavy on that, and that uh, you have to make the habit. Uh, you can't just have the one thing happen, one great moment, and think that you're going to ride that out. Uh, you got to continually to build on it and make it a habit of every day 
just like we got done talking about every day, try to make something better. Uh, it, whether it's in you, whether it's in the department, whether it's in your community, whether it's in the relationships you have, wherever they are, you got to take that step. Uh, so I think that's a pretty good one. To... And this year means more than <sighs> anything. It's been hard this year. Like I, I will admit I'm guilty of a lot of not doing a lot of the things that I preach, uh, but at least I can recognize them. Right. I don't, and I don't recognize them rapidly. I think that's yeah. another thing that, that we all learned or hopefully a lot of people learned about themselves this year is that smirk. Once you recognize yeah. it or someone tells you about it, one of your <laughs> sounding boards tells you about it or you sound off to them, you know, and then, Ted Lasso yeah. appears in our lives, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> such a such a win in 2020 for once, at least, aside from liberation. <laughs> what, do you, what, do you, what do you got, Wells? I, I think uh, you know the. I'll, I'll I'll take it full circle talking about what we did in the beginning, which is, I think what what I enjoy most about the show is it's just an alternate option or an alternate perspective on what being a leader could be like in the fire service if you want to make that comparison of you know being able to stay positive being able to look for the positive in your people and always be thinking about the team and um you know the the judgmental thread that runs through the fire service um needs to go away uh but i really i one of my favorite quotes from meditations by marcus aurelius is your mind will take the shape of what you frequently hold in thought for the human spirit is colored by such impressions. And when we think about Ted, Ted makes a choice. We have a choice about what our attitude is and we have a choice about our actions and we have a choice about where we focus our thought. And if we focus positively and forward like that golden retriever, then that is infectious. And you'll find that people in your crew will stop um, I think, uh, you know, focusing on the negative and, and that, you know, makes a big difference when you're spending 24 hours, 48 hours, 72 hours, or a career with people that, um, that you're relying on for your safety and for your effectiveness, being able to do the job. So, you know, what you hold in your, in your mind will color your thoughts and color who you are as a leader. So keep it positive. It's all about that positivity. And that is probably one of the best ways I've ended a podcast, I think. Like, <laughs> right? And again, that, that's, it, it's weird because with, with Jeremy and National Fire Radio, when we talked about doing this, it was like, you know, your personal size up. Yeah. And I kind of got a little scared with this episode, even more than my last one with Kim, because we, we related so much to Kim's life. But this one I thought would go too far into the show or into the fire service, but I can't thank you guys enough for sharing your own personal thoughts on this and how this affected your personal size up. And I think that's a big deal for everyone to kind of take something outside of the fire service and bring it into when it comes to being positive and moving forward. And I cannot wait to see Ted Lasso season two and what my favorite football team, the Richmond Greyhounds in their fictional world, although they do a website and there is a YouTube that Ted calls, um, oh God, what's his name? Jose, uh, he's in the, the playbook. Um, 
the football. Oh, the um, uh, Jose Mara. Yeah, uh, Mara. Yeah, it starts with an M. I can't pull it. Yeah. I'm not but, good with names. But Ted, literally, it's it's like a yeah. phone call between the two of them asking about like Ted needs it. That's great. Basically, so you see that on YouTube, and I'm like, this is amazing. I love it. But wow, that is just pretty much you know again the best way to wrap up this show. So. So if you guys want to share, because we always end up sharing where people can find you if they want to learn some more about you, Wells, I know you're not Mr. Social Media and you're, you're like, what, what, what's going on here? But definitely Andy Frederick's Training Days. Follow that. What else do you Yeah, check out, uh, check out frederickstrainingdays.com. Uh, we're, we, we canned it for COVID. We didn't uh, feel comfortable putting 300 people, 350 people in an auditorium in Alexandria for three days straight. So um, I know that was disappointing to some folks, but you can follow us at uh, frederickstrainingdays.com and we'll be putting out information on the 21 event uh, starting early in the new year. So we'll, uh, we'll be looking forward to seeing folks there and uh, letting people join us again this year. So I'm not really on, I have a Facebook account, but I've uh, slowed down on that because I've just realized no worries. I don't really no worries. We all know why. No worries. But, I'm on, uh, you can find me on the gram. So the gram. that's about it. Yeah. Where, where do we find you on the gram then? You got to do your ad. It's, it's, it's probably just my name, but it's a private account. So <laughs> I, I, I post very little fire service stuff. That's mostly like my kid riding a bike and like, you know, painting the house and stuff like that. So, so what, wellspwilson.com? Uh, wellspwilson.com still exists? I don't, I, don't, I don't know if that still exists. Um, but yeah, on, on the gram, it's at wellspwilson. So. Little known fact, this Wells P. Wilson is a well-known photographer in a small circle here in New Jersey um, of <laughs> weddings and different things like that, let's just say, right? That's a good way to put yep. it. So. And, and I'll, I'll tell you, everything that wedding photography taught me uh, applies to the fire service too. That's <laughs> another episode. That's a whole, That's a whole different episode, episode, how wedding yeah. photography applies to the fire service. Rob, where do, where do, where do the listeners yeah. find you? Uh, easily, <laughs> unfortunately. I five five fitness Instagram yeah. for sure. Instagram yeah. for for five 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 fitness. Also uh, the Facebook, which we also aren't as predominant on, uh, for the same reasons. I am on Instagram as well. It's uh, at five 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 underscore ig at or un, at five 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 underscore ig underscore b u g g. Uh, I don't post a lot fire service either uh it's usually it's, it, it, again it's weird we, we we don't i mean you know like I, I probably of the three of us post the most and that just came out of people thinking i wasn't a real firefighter to be honest with you. <laughs> i mean it. on for 24 started because so many people were like you're not a real firefighter you're just a fitness guy trying to make a buck look at that mustache that says otherwise <laughs> <laughs> only for november and tracy uh, hates and then, <laughs> you'll probably find me tagging along at any of the larger 555 events uh, behind the Mohawk madness right there. <laughs> yeah, some, awesome. Someday we'll get back to those events, but yeah. I can't Maybe thank them. you guys enough for joining us tonight. And I can't, again, thank National Fire Radio enough for hosting the Size Up. Make sure you give them a listen to. Um, also give Rush the Bus a listen to our EMS podcast. Um, our friend AJ from Fork and Hose Company is back in the game trying to do some cooking stuff out there um for fork and hose company 
Um, I'm, I'm thinking Mark his his IGs. That's great recipes, man. They you can slot them into the firehouse and they'll never know. They will you, never know. You know what's funny too is he even he was on a he was on my state the NJFMBA's podcast the other day and he was like, look, you know, uh, I put healthy recipes out there, but everything is not like total health. It's yeah. all about you know how you can have balance in your life. So I think that's a big part of what what AJ does is that balance. Um, I'm pretty sure tonight earlier he was live. So one thing with National Fire Radio, we're trying to get back into more live stuff, trying to engage in the best way we can with different people in these strange days, folks. So cool. thanks again for listening. We look forward to Ted Lasso season two. Uh, Jason Sadakis, anyone from Ted Lasso that wants to be on the size up, by all means, we will gladly. I have a great panel now. I know Kim would would kill me if we had someone from the show on and not her. So maybe in a few episodes we can talk about this again. But I um, might do the same. Let's get Danny Rojas. <laughs> Danny, Danny you want Danny Rojas? Danny Rojas. <laughs> Danny Rojas. <laughs> we didn't talk about that chance. Of all things, imagine the fire service if we had chance, like British football chance for people. I can think of so many good ones that would just. Oh, no, that could go either way, man. Uh, it could definitely go either way, but that's the whole point of it, right? Some some days you yeah. may need to hear your your chance not so good, but mm. awesome guys. Well, thanks for listening, and I'll catch you on next time. Thanks, yeah. Thank you. <laughs>